Just want to get out there somewhere? It's time to get off the grid with the Duck and Rico's Red Dirt Podcast. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media. Thanks to OCAM 4x4 Accessories, Auto One, Distinctive Image, Outback Signs and Coldies Tow Bars and Bull Bars. Yes, g'day and welcome to the latest edition of the Red Dirt Podcast with, of course, Rick O'Brien and myself, the Duck, as we talk about everything getting off grid, going camping, travelling Australia and just basically getting out there somewhere and that's what we love to do. If you love to do that, you certainly will love to do uh, love this podcast and that's all we talk about is just all those good things. We don't get political, we don't get too controversial, we just talk about travelling Australia, camping out under the stars, getting a bit of red dirt between your toes and basically just getting off grid. Of course, Rico is the uh, host and the producer and everything else of Australia Rediscovered with Rico and he's here with me in the studio. Rico, g'day mate. G'day mate, how are you travelling? Well, not as good as you, you've been all over the place mate, filming and doing stuff for Australia Rediscovered with Rico and some breaking news. There's a release date when it's on YouTube, so for those of you who love this type of uh, chatter and love these type of programs, you need to jump onto YouTube, subscribe to the channel, which of course is Australia Rediscovered with Rico. What's what's the date? When's she on? The 1st of June, mate, the first episode drops. Uh, very, very excited about that. It's been a long time in the making, as you know. Mm. Uh, couple of years actually it has been a couple of years i mean there were times you were twiddling your thumbs and yeah working hard to get it moving and it's all happening and now it's finally go- about to go to air within a month which is pretty good yeah mate and, like uh, i said very excited very very excited so the first episode where were you uh the first episode will be something from the victorian high country yep uh we just came back from there actually and i, yeah. I enjoyed it so much i thought we'll make that the first episode so. yeah right okay well done now you look like you had a good time down there in particular at that dargo pub <laughs> and uh, and mate, the high country is just look it's a lot of people obviously nobody traveled last year no that's right so i mean the high country places like that cape york the simpson they'll be all pretty busy this year because not only will the people who have deferred last year's trip go this year there's all these new players in the game. <laughs> exactly. The mums right. and dads and the people who can't go to Fiji and get on a cruise have all gone and bought themselves a van and a four-wheel drive and um, and they're all going to head to these places. That's right. They're all going to experience a new way of life and they'll probably be converted forever because it mm. just doesn't get any better than that. That's right, or until they pay off their loans. I mean, that's <laughs> going to be the thing. And that's, and that's the thing. And, and look, it's a great thing. It's good for... Um, our domestic tourism and the fact that people are out travelling, not just in an aeroplane, but they're in a car. And, mate, you fly somewhere, you fly over all the best bits. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you want to be driving, that's my view anyway, but well, that's what we do here. So uh, that's fantastic. So the 1st of June, Australia Rediscovered with Rico. You need to jump onto that and, of course, get onto uh, YouTube and hit subscribe. And there's a little bell you can go on, isn't there, where you yeah, get you notifications? Yeah, you hit the bell icon, mate, then it'll send you a notification straight to your inbox, letting you know that a new video has gone up. Yep. So make sure you do that as well. Um, give the videos a thumbs up when you, when you watch them, if you like them, because mm. that, that helps our channel as well grow and, and get in front of more people. Yeah, so. it's all very new, because obviously your, your, your past and your experience has always been on free-to-air TV. This is a new way of doing it. Plenty of people... Are choosing to go the way of YouTube these days, yeah, uh, that's right, and doing well. Yeah, well, we're we're building from scratch, so it's going to be mm, tough. Yeah, um, you know, it's not like the old days where you throw something up and you get a million views because everyone thinks it's hilarious. Uh, mm, mm. You know, as these platforms become monetized, and we see it with Facebook and Instagram as well. In order to get in in front of a lot of people, they want you to pay some dollars these mm. days. So 
so hopefully we can do it organically and uh, yeah. and everyone shares it with their mates and and tags their friends and gives it thumbs up and and does all those sorts of things and that's going to really help it take off. Yeah, that's what you want. Now you're also um, before we start talking about good stuff, you want to talk about. You're doing a trip across the Simpson, and people can go with you on this. Yeah, that's right. So we're doing a bit of a tag-along tour um, in conjunction with Adrenaline Off-Road Tours. Yep. So we are going from uh, Broken Hill. We're going to go all the way up the Udna Data Track. Yep. So we'll stop at William Creek Hotel, uh, Marie. We'll stop at the Albury Springs where they got all the, the funny sculptures. And yep. We'll go to the Pink Roadhouse and up to Mount Dare, which yep. is my favourite so, pub so in the country. So if people want to go with you, how do they get in touch there? Just jump on your website. Yeah, go to rico.com.au and hit the yep. Tag Along Tour page and yep. you'll find some info there. Yep, uh, Make good a stuff. Booking. Mate, there's plenty of people doing it at the moment. As you know, our man Vic Woodman's been doing it for nearly 40 years. And yeah. 40 years, not four years. And um, he's, he's booked out. But there are a lot of people doing it now who would not... Never normally did it. Did a lot. I'm talking about country music singers like Max Scullion at the moment. He's got 75 caravans in tow with him. Yeah, I saw Lee Koenigan advertise one the other day as well. Yeah, on, on, on uh, Becky Cole, and there's a heap of them doing it, mate. Yeah. Catherine Britt, I think, is doing a pub tour and people tagging along. I mean, well done to them. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? You know, it's fantastic. So it is good. So, or right, so go to the website for that one, rico.com.au, and jump on there. Is, it, is there an AU? Yeah, AU. Yeah, au. Jump onto that website, hit tag along, and you can go do that trip with Rico. It should be a beauty. Now, just on trips and doing things, you can come camping with us. It's going to be big, mate. This is going to be big. Uh, we've got <laughs> – we have Wilco, Dave Wilkins, who's performed with the likes of Shannon Noel, Lee Koenig and Wendy Matthews, Russell Crowe, Chris Christopherson. Wow. Pretty handy singer, pretty handy on a guitar. He's going to be performing on our little camp uh, weekend away, and you can get along to that if you want to. Now, look, it's going to be held on the central coast of New South Wales, June 25th to the 27th. There'll be some uh, exhibits there as well. OCAM have agreed to set up a bit of an information stand there and show off some products, as has Club 4x4, and they're going to bring those little racing car simulators yep, along. And there'll be others there as well. And there will also be the Combi Keg. How good does that sound? The Combi Keg's fantastic. It's an old Combi, and it's all fully re- uh, restored. The difference is it's got all these beer kegs, uh, beer taps along the side of it. And, uh, and you can have whatever you want, so I think you're a cider man, so we'll have yeah, to we'll talk see, to... I've talked to him, see if we can get some Bormers on tap. Talk to Rod Bailey about that, and also cocktails for the girls and the boys, some of the boys like cocktails, and a few beers on tap as well. So that'll be there. Southern Smoke, we'll have a big food truck there as well. Now, what we want you to do, folks, if you want to come along, we're going to have a bit of a show and shine, so you, we can just show off your setup. Yeah. Because, mate, you go to a four-wheel drive show, there were some fantastic setups in the car park. Well, that's normally where the best ones are found, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so what we want you to do is come and show us your four-wheel drive, show and shine, and then we'll have some prizes for that as well. We might talk to our mates at Uni then and see if they can't help out with a couple of prizes and um, and a few other people as well as OCAM and uh, and come and show your four-wheel drive off, have a few beers with us around the fire, a bit of a sing-along and a get-together, a winning getaway on the beach. Yeah, sounds terrible. Yeah, it's a Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. That's where we're holding it, which is, uh, it does sound like a resort, which it sort of is, but it's also a caravan park. You can book cabin accommodation there as well as a caravan or camping site. Some of the cabins there are right on the water. There are studio cabins, beachside cabins, as well as family cabins and garden cabins. And, uh, and obviously you've got powered sites and a few unpowered campsites as well, but everything's on the beach. But you will need to be quick. 
You'll need to be quick. The phones are ringing red hot up there at Blue Lagoon. So you need to get onto them. Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. You can just type that into Google. Get onto them and contact them and book in for June 25. That's a Friday, or you might be able to get there on the Saturday. And it'll all wrap up around lunchtime on the Sunday. And like I said, we'll have entertainment, live entertainment around the fire. So there'll be a big fire ring. How yep. good's it? Right there, right next to the beach. It'll be beautiful. We'll kick back, have a few beers, a few laughs, and of course have a bit of a get together as well. So and and it's good the club four by four are coming along because the boys can give people some advice on their insurance and things. That's and, right. And their trailers as well for yeah. not just their four wheel drive. That's right. They, they do the caravans as well now, which is fantastic. Yeah. And so. I'm gonna do everyone a favour and leave my guitar at home. Yeah, no, well, Wilco's a bit of a... Yeah, Wilco likes to make sure that you're a professional. <laughs> he doesn't like playing with amateurs. I don't blame him. Anyway, so, but uh, he'll be very, very good. So uh, we certainly do look forward to that weekend. June 25th to 27th, get onto that Blue Lagoon Beach Resort and come camping at Duck and Rico's four-wheel drive show and shine weekend. Happy days. It'll be big. So, mate, look, people are planning the um, the mid-year trips now. Yep. Um, I believe that it's going to be a bumper season for people in these regional towns. I mean, you look at last year when it was basically very limited travel, if any. Yeah, that's right. And you look at where I remember I was at the Walkabout Creek Pub and they you know, used to do 30, 40 lunches a day. Well, that was closed. Yep. At the pub opened for two hours in the middle of the day, then opened up again late in the afternoon and just stayed open until there was nobody there. But... It was um, they, they were affected as were everybody else. Yeah, that's right. So this year, I think, is going to be a complete reversal of that because, like we say, um, there's going to be um, all those people who didn't travel last year or couldn't. There was a lot of travel within state borders. I mean, Queensland. I met all these people from the Gold Coast and you know the Sunshine Coast who were out there in the Queensland outback. And the same in New South Wales, people that within the within borders, their state. Yeah, you know, I mean, they were doing they were doing. Um, they were doing about a couple of hundred lunches a day at Silverton Pub. Yeah, well, we went up to Sturt National Park last yeah. year, and uh, it was well, we were lucky enough to get out. And yeah, it was it was a bit nuts year, out there. So too. all those people who had trips planned to the Cape, well, might they can do that this year? But, That's right. So they'll do that, and and you look at places like the Flinders and the Simpson Desert and all these iconic places. But the thing is, there's going to be a lot of new people into it now. Yep. Well, hopefully they take their money with them and spend it in all these small places and these these little. You know, tourist destinations because, mm. like you said, they all missed out last year. We actually just did a uh, something called an empty esky run. Yeah, I with, saw that with Four Wheel Drive TV. Yep, a few weeks ago. Um, Simon and with Simon and, and the rest of his crew. Yep, um, invited the public to come along and had a convoy of around thirty odd vehicles who rolled into Dargo and yep, you know, filled their registers up, no problem at all. Yeah, happy days. That's a, it's a good thing, isn't it? And well done to everyone who behind that. And um, like we say, I did see that. I saw that on social media. Now. This time of year, or as we move into them winter months, what's your go-to? I mean, for me personally, it's the outback. Yep. I love the Channel Country. I love that part of Queensland, the Gulf. I'm a huge fan of the Northern Territory. Same. You're a Simpson Desert man, though. Yep. You love that. What is your go-to? Where, where, where would you, for people who are listening to us now who aren't necessarily experienced travellers or have just got into it, where would you send them for their first trip? For their first trip, I would probably look at something like uh, outback New South Wales and outback Queensland, so yep. Western Queensland. You can't really get into too much drama out there mm. if you if you're prepared. Like if you've got, you know, a four wheel drive with frontal protection, some light truck style tires, mm. and decent suspension, you're pretty well set. 
Mm. You know, there's not too much you can go wrong. There's there's plenty of traffic out there. Mm. Uh, you know, just got to be sensible and, and hopefully go with a few mates that do have a bit of a clue. But yeah. uh, but even if you're not, you you can experience, you know, the real Outback Australia mm. without going uber remote, like up, you know, into the Simpson Desert and, and Cape York and those sort of areas. And, I mean, you're not going to be and, – and the one thing – it's funny, I was talking to a bloke um, a, a few weeks ago who was going on his first big trip to Uluru. Now – Mrs., his young bloke, caravan in tow, and he was a little, and this is a bloke who's, who's a truck driver, right? So he was a bit nervous because he thought he was going to be so isolated. You'd be surprised <laughs> at just how many people you will see. Yeah. You'll be caught in traffic. Yep. You're only about, what, 400 k's between fuel stops. Yeah, so you're not going to run out of fuel. No. You've got um, to go a long to the way. Blacktop, you've got, yeah. You've got to go a long way to be isolated these days. And you be way. It's, it's incredible. Where once, uh, 20, 30 years ago, if you said, I'm going to drive out to Ware's Rock, you'd be going, geez, mate, take your time, you know, be careful. Yeah, yeah. But these days, you'll pass people, you'll see people. If something happens, you're broken down. Yep. It won't be long before somebody comes past. No, that's a If bu- they're not already behind you. Between Eldunda and Uluru, it's a, it's a busy road. Mm. And, uh, you know, once you get to Uluru itself, it's like a bloody ant's nest. Yeah, I know. There are yeah. people everywhere. Yeah, so that's and that's the thing. So for people that are just getting into it, um, you're not going to be as isolated as you think, depending yeah, depending on where you're going. Uh, you mentioned heading, heading out to Outback Queensland, which I do love. I'm a huge fan yep. of that. I love it out there. I just love yeah, all that area. Dury and Boulia. Oh, I love it, mate. Winton. Up to Mount Isa, yep. Winton. Oh, mate. Out to Camerwheel. Yep. Up the Gulf region, it's just I love all that. But you mentioned outback New South Wales, but that's a good run. That Darling River run, yeah, that's a great first run. Mm. That is really it's pretty good. easy. Yep, and you can get out and check out Dunlop Station and stay at Trilby and yep. get down to the Tulpa Pub and check out Louth and yeah, go out to White Cliffs and have a look for the Maples. Yeah, it's a great it's a great run out through there, and uh, and I, I certainly enjoyed. I noticed um, there's a lot of water in the Darling at the moment. Yeah, how good is that? And Menindi Lake's filling up as well, which yeah. is really, really good to see. That's been empty for a, a very long time. There's a mm. you know, big hoo-ha with the cotton farmers stealing all the water upriver and all the rest mm. of it. So it's mm. the first time in, in quite some time, I think nearly 10 years, mm. that that's filling up. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Mate, I know I did that Darling River run, and I, I love station stays. I love camping on stations. Not that you would go there for weeks on end, but you, it's good to do a couple of nights as yeah. part of a bigger trip. And Trilby, right there on the Darling, how good would it be there right now? Absolutely. With the with the river flowing the best it's flowed in years. Yep. In years. Yeah, the, the Abbeys would be going off. Oh, there must be it. But and, and the beauty about, say, Trilby Station is that they supply the firewood. Every campsite has a every campsite has a camp fire pit. Yep. They've even got powered sites there now, and you can camp near the homestead or get out on the property and camp in the designated spots. And basically all along the, along the edge of the Darling River. Yep. I mean, how good is that? Oh, it's a beautiful spot. Last time we were there, I think we were in Bob's campground. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cracker. Was Bob there? Bob was not there. No, fair enough. And uh, and also they've got cabin accommodation there and old yep. shearers' quarters and the like. Um, it's a great and place to Showers and out. all the rest Beautiful. Of so if you, if you are in New South Wales and you want to get out there and experience that sort of lifestyle, get out and do that Darling River area and get into places like Trilby Station and... The history and the history at Dunlop Station and the like, and the, those old pubs and oh, it's wow. amazing! It's a, it's it's it's, an, it's a life experience. 
It's something and, you never forget. And you're not, you're not, um, like you say, you, you don't, you know, if it's a first time trip, get out and, and do somewhere like that. And you can, and there's plenty of free camping out there as well. Absolutely. You know, you can camp along there just out of Louth there on the on the edge of the river. Yep. And the, the thing I like about it, that sort of travel, when you travel somewhere and you come to one of those, what we what we would call a common type campground where people will camp, is the thing I like is that there'll always be someone who's left a stack of firewood. Yeah. You, you notice that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, where they won't take it with them. They'll, they'll, they, they might go and collect some wood, cut it up, have a fire, but what they didn't use, they'll leave as a courtesy for the next person. Yep. And that, that's the good thing about this. That's the good thing about travelling around is that it's a completely different, I don't know, attitude that people have out, out there than, say, in the cities where people are in such a hurry and won't even stop to let you in the traffic or if you do happen to get in, you'll get the horn blown at you. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's right. cranky. We're out there. You've got this courtesy, this unspoken like courtesy and manners of people that go, well, mate, you're... You know, and you can go somewhere. And the one thing that's always got me about camping, Rico, I'm sure you would agree. When you leave home, and this is for most people, you lock up, lock the doors, lock the joint up. You go somewhere, you lock your car up. How often do you walk away from a campsite and go exploring through the day? And you don't leave things lying out everywhere, but you pretty well know that the chances of someone going into your tent, your swag, into your campsite to steal things. Pretty rare. Yeah, that's right. So that's, why is that? I don't know, mate. I think it's just uh, I, I find when I'm off on a trip and I and I leave home, it's like a weight's lifted off my shoulders. Mm. It's like I can relax. Mm. I can chill out. This is I'm going to my happy place. Yeah, but why do you think when you, when when you leave home, you lock up everything? Yeah, of course you do. Right? But then when you go camping, you can. I mean, I've camped in places. Where, especially in the camper trailer, the caravan I can lock up, but then again, you've still got stuff outside. But you can just zip the zipper up on the camper trailer, on the tent, and go out for the day knowing that when you get back, everything will be where you left it. Yeah, well, you certainly hope so. I've heard, yeah, I've very, heard, I've heard horror stories. Oh, mate, oh, yeah, we've all heard those stories. I know it can happen. And look, I don't, look, I've got no doubt that someone will send us an email. You can yeah. do that too, by the way, bluecollarmedia.com.au and just click on the email button. Um, and then I'm sure, look, I know it has happened. I know it's happened in caravan parks, uh, you know, especially around the tourist times where the local little hoodlums are running yeah, well through the parks at night. That's but when I'm I'll talking about just things. that general thing out in the bush. Yeah. It does, it can happen and it has happened, but it's not, it's, it's still pretty rare. I, I think it, it doesn't happen for the most part because we're all out there for the same reason. Yeah. You know, and you don't want it to happen to you, so you're not going to do it to someone else. Yeah. You know, and and if you were unlucky enough for it to happen, chances are it's someone from a local town. Mm. You know, who's obviously got nothing better to do and is targeting those. Have you ever borrowed something people. from someone's campsite? No, never. Oh, fair enough. Have you? No, but I've had people borrow stuff from me, and then I get back and a bloke wanderer goes, "Oh, mate, I borrowed your shovel earlier." Oh, yeah, good on you, mate. But I put it. Oh, good on you, mate. Or I borrowed that. Yeah, I've had that happen. But no, I just think it's a great thing, and that's all part of it. You know, I think it's because, like you say. All like-minded people out there trying to do the same thing and in, enjoy the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so we've you got the outback New South Wales. I think if um, for me, I think what's happening now, and you you're, you're now doing some stuff with Easy Trail. 
Yep. So you'll be doing some testing on some of their veins and whatever. I think the off off the black top is getting more popular. And so it should be because it yeah. is just an incredible way of life. Yeah. I mean, look, people who travel and camp out um, and who don't want to go off the sealed roads, well, fair enough. Um, but, geez, it's another whole experience when you get off onto some dirt, isn't it? Absolutely, mate. Well, that's why we named the podcast what we did because it... We love it, that dirt, dirt. It, it truly is magical. I've still got red dirt. I, I, it's amazing how long it hangs around. But <laughs> no? I've still got red dirt in the van. Uh, yep. Not in the van, inside the van, but in just every now and again, it'll be, oh, hang on, there's some more red dust under there. And, you know, or coming out through a seam of somewhere or like on the outside, not inside. Uh, but uh, But the car... Same as a full drive, I'll open the back up and there'll be, you know, that wasn't there last week and there haven't been anywhere. It reminds me of a line in a poem I read once. Uh, it says something like, we left to go for a run through the desert, but left with a little of the desert running through us. Yeah, it's amazing how long it hangs around that red dirt, eh? <laughs> it sticks to everything. It is good, but yeah, that's what people want to do and, 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 and get out and experience And I've got a mate of mine, he's just bought himself a little camper slash caravan thing and he's a bit unsure about whether he wants to get it Onto some dirt, but you can still take road as long as you've got your good tyres. Yeah. Some of the dirt roads out there are pretty good. Yeah. You can still take, I mean, look how many caravans go to Birdsville. Exactly right. With the big red bash. Well, mate, the last trip we just did through the high country, we must have fluked it because every road we were on had just been graded. Yeah. It was fair thinking like driving a highway. How good is it when that happens? Oh, it was just, we yeah. fluked it every track we went on. Yeah, we picked a few roads up the Cape when we were up there like that. Yeah, the development road wasn't one of them. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty good. And uh, just on the Big Red Bash, the Monday Monday Bash in August is going to be a cracker. Yeah, that's out right. Out there at Broken Hill. And there's one you can get to if you don't want to go off the sealed road. I reckon yeah. I've had 100 emails or, or messages on Facebook saying, are you going to the Monday Monday yeah, I'm Bash? I'm going. I'm going, yes. Yeah, so yeah. We're going to take the radio show down there. So I look forward to doing that. But... Um, but yeah, so I mean, if you know, get some, you know, just check your suspension, check your van out, and just put some maybe some all-terrain tyres. Yeah, and you could be on some pretty decent dirt roads. Yeah, you don't just, have to do anything real heavy, but no, just manage your tyre pressures. Make sure you and just you know maybe slow down accordingly. a little bit. Absolutely, that's, that's the key. That is the key. Just don't you know you're doing hundred kilometres an hour on the sealed road. Just don't try and pull your road van on dirt at hundred k's. I remember maybe once we seventy five eighty at the most. We left Mount Isa and we are heading over towards Alice Springs via the Plenty Highway. And uh, we'd gotten about 10 k's down the Plenty and mm. had another vehicle coming the opposite way, jumped on the radio, said, mate, I'd turn around if I was you. The, the road's really bad. We've done four tyres already. Mm. I said, well, what'd you head down to? He said, what do you mean? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. We had four cars. We did the whole Plenty without an issue. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's the thing. And that's what a lot of people have to, you know, a lot of people who are just getting into this, They'll learn that, and someone will help them. If you if you're driving on dirt, you're driving on sand. Let your tires down and do things, yeah. and just and take it easy. Forget you don't need to get somewhere in five minutes. Enjoy it, you know. Slow down, just you know, especially on the dirt. Just don't go at a bullet a gate because you just never know you're going to come again. You're going to come up to a washout, an old creek bed, something. Yeah, done that hundred times. You know, um, some of those bulldust potholes are pretty good as well. So you need to uh, make sure you just drive the conditions and look after your gear, and you'll pull your on-road van along, you know, a lot of dirt roads. Yeah, that's right. And proof of that, is, of course, is the fact that the amount of on-road vans you see at Birdsville at yep. the Big Red Bash—they're everywhere. 
But I think the key is to, and this is a little saying we use in Australia Rediscovered with Rico, is make plans, not excuses. Mm. Don't don't keep making excuses. Pretty good. Why do you come up with that? That's me. Make plans, not excuses. Yeah, you like that. But it's, but it's not bad. Well, you make a plan. You don't make an excuse. You know, you, It's easy to make excuses to keep putting it off. Oh, I haven't got the right ties. I haven't got the right suspension. Mm. I haven't got a sat phone. Yeah. I haven't got any mates that do it. Yep. Make plans. Set a date. Right, we're going to go by this date. Yep. And you'll start putting things into place to yeah. get yourself ready. It is a good one, that. Yeah, well, it is true. I mean, and the thing is, make a plan, but don't make it a fully detailed plan. I'm a bit of a, like Mal Leyland, the no plan plan. Yeah. So I'll plan to go. And unless I need to be somewhere on a certain day, yeah, I'll book. But I love it when you can just go and think, you know what? Pretty good here. I might stay here a couple of nights. Yeah, you've got to love that. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a, you know, I'm a bit like that. I'll tell you what I am doing in a couple of weeks is, and I'll probably pick your brain here. I want to go camping just out around, uh, I've got a mate of mine who's just, a couple of mates who want to take their vans out and camp sort of west of Lithgow. Oh, yeah. And um, there's a, I know there's a stack of spots out there. We're talking about doing this in about two or three weeks. And um, so I'll pick your brain there on a couple of spots. Where would you go out there? Well, Nunes is the obvious one. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go to Nunes. I'm thinking, we were thinking about Lake Lyle, but it's... Lake Lyle's great too. Yeah, I know, but it is booked. Yep. This is the thing. This is what you don't realise. You could normally... You're talking about the end of May, where it's pretty cold out there. Too right. And she's booked. Yep. Well, normally not, you can, normally you, that wouldn't be booked, would it? It was the end of May. I, is there uh, amount of people that are into it now? No, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. You're not going to see too many water skis in May out around Lithgow, are you? No. Um, out near Rydal, behind yeah. the pub, you can camp up there. Yeah. Which is handy because you can always duck down to the pub and warm yourself up with a nice port or yeah, something. I might write that one down, Rydal, yeah. The Rydal pub, that's a cracker. Yeah, there's a couple of campgrounds around Capity as well. Then you've got Turon and Turon Gates and all that. You've oh, been in there? Turon's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, the Diggings is my favourite one down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that a van is, in there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a steep track in mm. and there's a little creek crossing at the bottom, but nothing too challenging. Yeah. You'd be right. Yeah, I know I'll be right, but I'm thinking about my mates and what they've got. And yep. That's the thing. Cause is it an off-road van or a no, semi-off-road? No, no, mine's the only off-road van. Okay. The other three are all on-road vans. There, there is another way in. Mm. Um, I know I'm sweet, but uh, I know I'll pull my van in there, no problem yeah, at all. But, yeah. um, the diggings is A grade. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Mouse camping. Anyway, I'll check a couple out, out there and just see what's doing, but that's my plan. But the, that, the, the thing is that no matter where you live, and depending on where you are listening to this podcast, but you can get a what? That's only what? A couple of hours away from me? Yeah, that's where right. I am. So yeah. I can get out there pretty quick. And you're away for the weekend. Yeah. How good is it? It's just absolutely gold. So that's what I want to do. We just want to get we just want to get out in the bush. So I'm gonna I might even go for a drive out there and look around. Bit I might do a, a bit of a bit of a recce. Yeah. Just go and check all the sites out and go, boys, this is where we're heading to. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so I might do that next week and drive around and have a look. Um, because like you say, there's plenty of spots out there, mate. Yeah, we're out near Hill End and that way as well, some great stuff. Yeah, I saw that. I know that, yeah. So I just wanted your little recommendation because you know more camp spots than anybody I know. <laughs> and you know the beauty about your camp spots, and you send me every week a campsite somewhere in Australia. It might be in the Northern Territory, it might be in Tassie, it might be in the High Country, no matter where it is, it might be at Cape York. But the beauty of when you send me stuff and say, look, I'm going to talk about this campsite this week, you've been there. Yeah, that's right. 
It's not as if you're on Google and going, oh, here's a good campsite, let's talk about this, and pretend you've been there. You've been there. Yep. If you get yourself lucky for that. Very much so. Uh, you, Very do, much do so, this mate. for a job. And we are lucky. It's funny because I feel pretty bad. Like I'm the same mate who um, who's just bought himself this little camper slash caravan, he, said, he sent me a text. He was camped up last weekend around... Um, up north of Tamworth, I can't think of the place now where he was. But anyway, it was on the river up there. And he said, um, I love this camping thing. This, you know, this camping Caper. life, you know. Yep. And um, I wrote back, mate, how lucky thing I am. I'm doing it for a job. Yeah, that's right. I actually felt a bit bad after that thought. <laughs> and not only that, I've got people who, who, you know, send us stuff to go there and pay us to go and yep. check places out, which is a bit like yourself. And we get to sit around and do things like this and talk about it. Yeah, well, mate, if, if this was all we ever did, it'd be great. Mm. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more to it behind the scenes, but oh, I'm, I'm not complaining in any mm. way, shape or oh, form. Oh, mate, absolutely. I mean, our company, Blue Collar Media, we do a lot of other things as well. Yeah, I and there's, um, count myself very fortunate. And uh, like yesterday, was an absolute, you know, head down in the office all day. Yep. You know, doing other stuff because we do a lot of marketing consultancy and advertising strategies for different companies on radio, so... Um, you know, it was a busy day, but it's not all about this, but a lot of it is. Yeah. And we love it. That's right. Now, tell us about Easy Trail. You've just done a deal with Easy Trail. They've uh, got camper trailers and, and off-road caravans. Yeah, mate. Been um, around a while. Tell us how that I've happened. I've had quite a, quite a long association with Easy Trail now. So mm. they came on board with the Off-Road Adventure Show when I first started that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Way back when. And, um, yeah, sort of hadn't. Hadn't had too much to do with them for the last couple of years. Why well, things have been quiet, and I've been busy getting the new show off the ground. And mm. uh, they rang up not long ago and said, "We want you to host a bunch of videos for us. We want yep. you to be our brand ambassador. Uh, we want to get involved in your next season of the show. What are you up to? Can we do something?" You say, "Look, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I can't take your call." <laughs> <laughs> I said that I would be very proud to be associated with Easy Trail again. Um, so we are putting together a bunch of tips and tricks videos those guys at the moment which will be going out on their facebook page in their youtube channel yep so make sure you jump onto those and give those a like and mm. a subscribe and a thumbs up and all that stuff that you do if you want to stay in touch and see those sort of videos mm. um yeah and hopefully i'll be bringing one along to the the winter camp the big we weekend do? june yeah. 25 get on to that june 25 to 27th blue lagoon beach resort come camping with rico and myself have a beer, have a sing-along, check out some exhibits. I know you're wearing the Darcy T-shirt and Darcy hoodie today. Yeah, that's right. And I do appreciate the fact that um, you've brought one up for me. But, mate, maybe we should talk to Darcy about having a little display mate, up there. normally it's freezing in here. That's why I brought the hoodie well, no, today. I've got the warm, the heater yeah. on, and I've got it set on 26. And you, and you look out the back window of the studio, you can see the house over the back with the fire, the yeah. smoke coming out of the chimney, and you, you walk out of out here. It gets pretty cool out here. Too right, it We're does. out here on the Hawkesbury, and... Um, Mate, some mornings you walk in, all you can smell is, you know, smoke. Yeah, I love it. Everybody's chimneys. It's a great it. time of year, so um, that is good. But yeah, make sure to talk to Darcy about maybe. Yeah, well, look, if I don't, if I don't take a, a a caravan or a trailer, I'll I'll be there in the Darcy swag, mate. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah, I know you'd be I'm, right. I'm just as happy in either. I'm sure your 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 people at Easy Trail will uh, will look after you. But um, just on that too, on shirts and stuff, you can get some blue collar media merchandise now. Just go to our website, bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on uh, shop. And uh, we've got uh, some shirts. Blue singlets. Yeah, perfect. Who doesn't love a blue singlet and a stubby other? 
Yeah, and if you don't want to go to the website, go to the Rico page. I posted a link up there the other day. It'll be on your Facebook page as well. Yeah, good on you, mate. And we're going to add to that. We're going to add some hoodies. Some of those, you know, those top button-up work shirts that just button down here. Yeah, half-button shirts. Yeah, we've got some of them coming. We've got some hoodies coming and um, some different shirts with some designs on them and the like. I see a stubby holder here. Yeah, they're not bad. They look great. Yeah, so... A bit of Uluru action in the background. Yeah, which is one of our photos, which is fantastic, and... uh, and oh, I ducked off the grid. You like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so um, and that's, it's, I just wish I was ducked off the grid today. I just wish this stubby holder wasn't empty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just a sample one, that one, but it is good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a ripper. And I know, just let me tell you, because I'm, this is hard because it's a podcast, folks, but this stubby holder, when I ordered these, I got the one with the stitching around the top. Yeah. There's a good reason for that. You know why that is? Why is that? Because you don't crush the empty cans getting them out. A lot of people collect cans now. Yeah, that's right. And cans will go in and out of this stubby holder very easy. You're They're a, very can friendly. You're a stubby holder connoisseur, well, I can no, see. Well, no, no, not that. I'm a, well, I've drank a lot of cans in me day. <laughs> and I know what stubby holders work in cans and which ones don't. So I wanted one that worked in not only bottles but also cans. So that's a, uh, uh, you're that a, is a beauty, mate. Absolutely. And even the girls there at Distinctive Image said, we've never thought of that. No, I never, it never occurred to me. Yeah. A lot of people knock the top, knock the top, knock the bottom out of them. Yeah, and stick them on the aerials, mate. I've got a stubby holder collection. You couldn't jump over. You, yeah. could, you could see it from the moon everywhere we went for years yeah. and years. I'd grab a stubby holder. It's funny how they move around stubby holders too. Yeah, like someone will come here and have a beer in my shed bar and say, "Oh, I was here. You may want a stubby holder for it." And when they leave, they walk out with it. Yeah, that's right. But then I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got some stubby holders here. I don't know where they come from. Yep. Right, there's a couple from Fraser. I, I did not. They, they are not mine, but they are here. And now the young bloke, because he's you know he's twenty, though he has a few beers. Yeah. And he, he's um and his mates have a few beers, and they're all trained. He went up to Fraser not long ago, didn't he? He did a Fraser well, that's trip. Probably where ago. they come from, I reckon. And I reckon anyway. So what's happened is when I was away at the territory, he's had a few of his mates. I said to him, just have a few beers in the bar and stuff like that. They don't really do the well. They they camp as a four wheel drivers, and they're all tradies. He's a He's a diesel mechanic, truck mechanic, and then you've got his mates who are plumbers and electricians and different trades. Uh, and they all they do is they work and go forward driving and camping. Yep. So I said to him, well, rather than, if you want, have a few beers, light a fire down the back and have a few beers in the bar, keep the, keep the fridge working while I'm away. <laughs> and, and that's right. When I came back, there was all these new stubby holders. You know, nice. and that's, so um, his mates have turned up here and left to me. Then we had a Bathurst stay here. Oh, yeah. So we had the screen at the back. We had a Barbie going. It was all blokes. Just a Barbie, Bathurst Barbie day. And, uh, mate, um, I got a few out of that as well. But I lost a few. Yeah. So they do get around a bit, and that's the whole idea of it, I guess, where, you know, people and people will um, share their stubby holders and they move around. It's well, probably not a bad little bad marketing tool. So. Yeah, I've got to get my finger out of my butt and do a range of that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. Well, I know that um, the... Um, it was funny because when I went to the Walkabout Creek Hotel last year with Frank, I had all these blokes texting me, grab me a stubby holder, grab me a stubby holder. <laughs> because we were up there a few years ago and he'd sold out. Yep. And they were filthy. And then he goes, mate, we've driven all the way out here. He's got no stubby holders. So Frank said, oh, I'll send you one, boys. Give us your address. So when I went up there, I said, Frank, do you remember a couple of years ago you were going to send those stubby holders? I, I know. And he's got the mail contract, Frank, too. <laughs> anyway... Oh, I must have forgot about that. So anyway, I grabbed some for them, but they are a very good thing. Yeah, you should get some, mate. Get some it's, of that it's stuff. It's not a reward if you're in it, Frank. 
Yeah, yeah, he's a good man up there. <laughs> Mate, can I just on that, camping behind pubs, I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah. We talk about it on the radio a lot. Mate, do you like camping? What's your favourite pub to camp behind? I've got to say to you, look, I love the Walkabout Creek pub. It is up there for me. That I love that pub. But he's saying that. Daly Waters. Yep. You ever camp there? Yeah. How good is the Daly Waters pub? Daly Waters is a great pub. The one at Adelaide River. Yep. The lone, the um, Lazy Lizard at Pine Creek. These are all in the Northern Territory. Mate, it is just, and mate, these pools are pools. These pubs have pools in the beer garden. Really? Just amazing. These are these are, these are all in the Northern Territory. Yeah. And I mean, I used to think I was going good when I'd get to the Ninda Gully or the Mulga Creek at Boy Rock. Yep. Yeah, but here we are. Yeah, that is a good pub. And then you just pull up out the back, walk straight in. The other thing I love about that pub, I've only ever been there in wintertime. And every time you walk in, that little crackling fire is going in the corner. And I I don't know what it is, but I always jag the little table and seats right in front of it. I don't know why. They must say, oh, here comes a duck. We better just move. He's going to (laughs) sit. I don't know what it is, but every time I've gone there, I've always jagged. They've got these like bucket, not buckets, but they're like round little seats, comfortable seats, a round table. And, I've all, and they've got them around the place, but there's always the one right next to the fire, and I've jagged it every time. It's because if you sit there too long, it gets too hot. It's the same well, in the Dargo Hotel. Mate, I, I love it. I, anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, camping behind pubs, mate. The Dargo was my favourite. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it's it's a cracker. Yeah. So it's a good spot to base yourself to do day trips out into the high country. Yep. Um, always great to come back to camp afterwards and then yep. duck in for a feed and a few drinks and yep. sit around the fire. It's it's got to be the hottest fire I've ever sat around. I'll say to you now, the Walkabout Creek pub for me is, is a favourite. But in saying that, it's it's probably not the best campground at the back. Yep. It's basically just, basically you know, it's just all flat and there are caravan sites and you just pull up. And it might not be the best pub, but just the, just the place itself, the fact that it was in the movie, the fact that there's nothing going on out there. You just sit out the front and watch road trains go past. Yeah. And you think, mate, this is the real deal out here. This is the Too right. Which is why it's probably my favourite. Yep. But when you look at a place like the Ninda Gully pub, great camping around that pub. Yep. Outside. Um, it's just, and the way, the fact that you drive down that dirt track and the pub seems to be facing the wrong way, but it's facing the campground and the creek. And, yeah, how good that? You know, so it's just, you know, there's... The Yulo pub in Queensland as well. Yeah, some great pubs to camp behind. They really is. And... Uh, and they are everywhere. There's one up near Mackay. I think it's called the Oasis or something. I have to look that up. I've had him on the show a few times. Because the beauty about camping behind some of these pubs and roadhouses is the characters that run them. Yeah, 100%. Right? Like old mate who runs the Daily Waters pub, right? He's a bigger sort of a bloke. He's got the rides around on one of those electric bikes with wide load on the back. And <laughs> he's got the big, you know, the horns. Long horns on the front, the buffalo horns yep. tied to the front of his electric bike. And then, of course, obviously, you've got Frank, you know, and then you've got old mate out at um, Silverton Pub. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a big fan of it, mate, camping behind pubs. Well, here's a tip. If you go to Dargo, don't start drinking with Hawley, <laughs> the publican. Yeah. That ends badly. What about Mungarani? Mungarani, don't drink with Phil either. Mm. My Lord. On the what? Birdsville track, mm. folks. 
What a night we had there. Yeah, that's a big one there. And again, great camping there. I think it's a hot spring there too, isn't it? There's a hot spring. It's yeah. really hot though. It's, yeah. it's something you've got to be very careful yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. We actually ended up running the kitchen the next morning because Phil was too hungover. <laughs> so the guys from, uh, I think it was Creek to Coast, were there filming as well. So they, oh. they just left the big red bash and they'd all taken up the accommodation. Yeah. And they wanted some breakfast. And I used to run a bistro back in that's the day right, in the restaurant. That. So we, yeah. we've jumped in the kitchen and, and manned the stations. And yeah. Me and one of the boys, we knocked out everyone's breakfast for him. Oh, you got to be happy with that. Stock, stock fills fridge for him before we left. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, camping behind pubs. I love Mungaran. The good part about the Mungaran pub too, it gets a few kids in because it, kids, it sucks them in because yeah. they drive in the driveway and here's the big Mac yellow M, the big McDonald jam. They go, oh, there's a magazine, you beauty. Oh, they haven't seen burger. any civilization for weeks and it's just a big G up. But, um, not a bad burger in there anyway, so it's, uh, it's pretty good in there. Oh, it was definitely good food when I was there. Yeah, and you can fuel up and it's a great spot, so that's another good camp spot. And it's just, they're everywhere. And people who haven't done this before will find these places. Yeah. They'll find places like Mungarani and they'll find pubs like Ninda Gully. And, yeah, and the Tilpa Hotel. Yeah, and they'll find them. The list them. goes on. And the ones that you can camp behind, there are some pub groups around that you can jump onto. Country Pub Camping, there's a yep. website for that and a Facebook group. Yeah, jump onto that if you're just into this. Get into those things and check it out because I'm just I like it because you're not only you don't only enjoy the experience, but you're supporting these pubs, yeah, their businesses and and the, like the one that I will I think in a few weeks we're heading um, up to the um, pub at Deepwater in the New England, yeah, the Longhorn Bar the Longhorn. and Grill. Well, I took a tag along group there not long ago. What yeah, a was cracker. that? Yeah, and then that's the same fire outside. You just yeah. Do your thing and you're in charge of the fire. The keep feed it going. there is just spectacular. Yeah, they reckon well. that's a better pizza than you'll get anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, so um, they're, they're everywhere. So uh, well, The camp oven pot roast, that's my tip. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, right, okay. Oh, well, that's – and uh, again, like I say, that's why we talk to pubs on our radio show for that reason. Yeah. Because we want, um, we want to encourage people to go into these pubs and buy a beer and buy a steak or – Keep oven pot roast or whatever it is. Oh, it's magic. And uh, and support them because a lot of them are free. Yeah, well, it's free at uh, at Deepwater. Yeah, there's no 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 charge. Just all they expect is all they ask you yeah. to do is go in and spend a few bucks. That's it. Yeah, get up in the morning and say hello to the horses. They're always happy to see you. Yeah, beautiful so, spot. Anyway, so um, anyway, so there you go. Pub camping behind pubs. We talk. We we wander on this show, don't we, mate? <laughs> but but you know what? It's all it's all good because it's what. While we're talking about the people listening to it, they're thinking, God, how good's that? We'll get there. We'll get Put that, that on the place. list. Yeah, so that's what it's all about. So we're like we say, we're lucky that we can um Yeah. We can talk about it. But as I said Well, how about how about the listeners tell us their favourite? Yeah, What's get your in favorite touch with us can? and send us through stuff. You can actually message us via our Facebook pages as well, or you can just go to the website, uh bluecollarmedia.com.au, click on email and let us know about your favourite spot where you think we should yeah. talk about and we'll have a look at. The good thing for us is where we're lucky is that we most places we talk about we've been there. Yeah. Which is a good thing. And a lot of the best places I've been to I've picked up from people <laughs> on these trips. So I'll be at somewhere like the deep water or mm. in the gully or whatever and they say, Well, have you been here? Yeah. No, I haven't. I'll make a note of that. Anyway, we should give a shout out to the boys from OCAM four by four accessories. If you're looking for quality four by four accessories for your four wheel drive to set you up for on and off road travel, well, look no further than OCAM 4x4 accessories for quality products and accessories that won't break the bank. Good blokes, too, John and Pete and Nick. They certainly look after you. 
OCAM stock a wide range of vehicle protection products, bull bars, nudge bars, bash plates, steps and rails, absolutely everything to protect your Forby, right down to seat covers, weather shields, the lot. High quality gear for most makes and models, snorkels, towing and recovery gear, everything electrical, lights, power systems, even those very handy jump starters. A massive range of accessories on offer from drawer systems to fridges, even air compressors. They do the lot. Suspension solutions, camping gear. If you're towing a van or a camper, be sure to check out the OCAM towing mirrors. I run a set of those. They are fantastic. They really make a huge difference even when you're not towing. There's just no blind spots at all. They also uh, supply quality parts from alternators, exhaust systems, clutch kits, even transmission coolers. Whatever you need for your tray back, your jewel cab, your wagon, you can be sure to find what you need at OCAM 4x4 Accessories. Check out the website, ocamindustries.com.au, or simply search OCAM 4x4 Accessories. They're good, the boys there, and I do have an arrangement with them, and I'm happy to mention them. And you've got a few people as well, like you just Easy Trail now, also Auto One. Auto One, one of yours, yeah. which is a pretty handy place to go and get your bits. Yeah, too right. Yeah, yeah. they've, they've uh, helped me set up Winnie. Great I'm Auto One down the road from here, down at uh, North Richmond. It's open seven days. Yeah. And it's, in like, it's, it's almost in a residential type area. Yeah. But, mate, the, the thing about places like Auto One, you walk in there, you're dealing with the, that particular one at North Richmond, you're dealing with the bloke who owns the shop. Well, it's the same with all the auto ones, mate. You know? It's, um, there's, there's over 70 around the country, and, and they're all friendly independently Friendly blokes, friendly staff, helpful, and they know what they're talking about. Well, that's the difference between them and some of the other big names, you know. They're, mm. they don't just have employees there. It's the people that actually run and the shop. They actually own so the they, business. So they care. They actually yeah. give us stuff, and they do want to help. Yeah, but not only that, they stock things that some of the other places won't stock, especially some of those exotic filters and, yep. you know, and oils and stuff like that. But also... They know what they're talking about. And they can always get stuff in too. Yeah. So, uh, mate, I was wrapped. I went down there, and this is this will make you laugh. I went down there to get a spark plug for the whipper snipper. <laughs> I went to the mower shop, no chance. Yep. I thought, I'll just duck around to this auto one. Went in, mate. Yeah, he said, oh, I'll have an NGK um, replacement for that. I went, mate, he had one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you little beauty. Thanks, mate. But, but while I was there, there were blokes in there buying parts and stuff, and I made their way in the shop. He was talking to them, and he just knew. He, he was like, his knowledge was just. The black was doing a rebuild on an engine, and he was talking about the parts and the innards. Yeah, working to the motor. He's obviously a mechanic. Yeah, and well, that, that's that's the go, isn't it? Know, and every every shop's got a specialist of some description. Yeah, so, it's very you know, brilliant. One one shop might have a bloke who's right into drag racing. Another one might have a bloke who's right into four wheel driving. Mm. Anyway, so there's your tip, folks. If you want to get into it and you want to be looked after with specialty service, make sure you get check out Auto One. And they look after Rico and everything else that he does on his GU, which is parked out the front here today. She's looking pretty good, mate. She's looking pretty good, mate. I've got to give a little shout-out to my mates at Solve Offer as well who have just done some work on it. Um, we just did the the whole brake system. We yeah, I saw a, that. You put those uh, groove rotors on. They're yeah, pretty good. The big the big Bendix Ultimate Kit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rotors, the pads, braided brake lines. Yep. Uh, the fluid, the whole deal. Yeah. Um, while they're at it, they noticed the spindles weren't looking great, so they replaced those, new mm. wheel bearings. It's driving like a million bucks It's now. probably good to do those there. things, Rico, before you go on a trip, not yeah. not have problems while you're away. This was one of your best. And then, um, <laughs> but it is what it is. And I mean, mate, you know what, though? You, you'll be laughing now. It can happen to the best of us. Yeah, and they're good, those riders, because especially if you do a lot of dirt roads, because I get rid of the dust. Yeah, that's right. You get rid of the dirt, those things. I had them on... Um, I had a set of those on one of our four-wheel drives here for a long time. Yeah. And uh, and uh, they were good. And you're not getting, depending on your pads you're using, 
the one thing I hate about one thing I it's not it's like I'm not a pet hate I guess but it's just something I'm not a fan of is black brake dust on wheels. Yeah, well these pads in this kit were something. I'm not a guru by any stretch of the imagination, but they've got some sort of ceramic component in it which mm. keeps the dust really low, apparently. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I've had the things on there for a few weeks now and I haven't seen any dust on there yet. So. Yep. No, happy days. All right, so there it is, folks. So if you've got a camping trip lined up or you've got a spot you want to tell us about or a suggestion, get in touch with us. Just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on email the duck. For those of you that have been asking, where is the Red Dirt podcast? It is back next week. We will talk a bit more about some history, and I know that some of you love that. Gibbsy, Ian Gibbs, I know you do love that history part of it. So uh, Rico will do that. But if, uh, just a reminder, June 1 is when the release date will be for Australia Rediscovered with Rico. Jump onto that YouTube channel now. Australia Rediscovered with Rico and get on there, subscribe to that and get ready. Hit the little bell so you can be notified when the uh, episodes drop. You won't regret doing that. Also, if you want to come away with us, you can do that. Come camping with uh, me and my mate here, June 25 to 27, Blue Lagoon Beach Resort. Contact them on the Central Coast and I may even have a phone number here for them somewhere. Preparations, everything, Rico, as you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure I did have one here, but anyway, that's okay. Just Google Blue Lagoon Beach Resort at uh, the Central Coast and you can, you two can uh, come camping with us. Live entertainment, food trucks, beer, cocktails and ciders on tap, as well as some exhibitors. Oak, the boys from OCAM will be there and as will be um, Club 4x4 and I reckon we might get a few others to pop up and... Come and bring us, show us your four-wheel drive, win a prize and spend the weekend with us. It'll be a beauty June 25 to 27 on the central coast of New South Wales. It'll be a beauty. And just a reminder too, if you want to get yourself some some true blue Aussie merchandise, you can go onto our website, bluecollarmedia.com.au. Blue singlets, stubby holders, hats and T-shirts. And we're going to add to that range. Just click on shop and you can uh, get yourself some gear there. Rico, we might as well bail out now, son. Sounds like a plan. All right, mate. We'll talk to you next week. We'll get see if we can get these up each week, eh? We'll do our best. All right. That is Rico. Of course, you can jump onto the uh, website, rico.com.au. Check out that trip he's got running in The Simpsons. If you want to go on a tag along with Rico, it's going to be a fantastic trip, and uh, you won't regret doing that. And uh, if you haven't been on one of those trips, like we like the ones that Vic Rubin runs, you're running around with people that are like-minded, safety in numbers. So if you're not that experienced... Don't fear, because Rico and his team are pretty experienced at it, so you will enjoy a beautiful part of the country. And Rico, there's only one thing that mirrors the sunset in the outback. Sunrise? Sunrise. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a trick question. No. Well, did you ever notice that? In the outback, you wake up in the morning and go, how good is this sunrise? Yeah. This is beautiful. And the only time done, I don't mind getting up early. But it's, and then at the end of the, it's mirrored by the end of the day when it goes back to you. But how good is this sunset? Yeah. Oh, anyway, they it's, are, just, it's just amazing. So jump onto else. that, rico.com.au. Jump onto that and get on that trip. You'll love it. This has been a Blue Collar Media production. We thank you for tuning in to our Red Dirt podcast and we'll bring another edition of the podcast to you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, get in touch via the website. But we're back next week. We'll see you then.